Old Crown Point, Mayor Pete Land here with another episode of the number one rated podcast by most national podcast organizations. That's, mm-hmm. that's a statement. Of I heard it here. See? So it's great to be with you again. This is actually episode two of season two, so it's a big milestone for us. So our usual co-host, Anthony Schleter, uh, took a personal day today. I don't know if it's because of the podcast or not. So we have Adam <laughs> co-chairing. Co-chairing, co-hosting, Tell them the co-hosting. big show, the, the podcast. Good. He moved up the chair, first chair. That's the thing. So usually he sits over there. So <laughs> yeah, usually he's there. like the Ed McMahon type. Like that's probably predating color count. I get yeah. it, but I'm yeah. old. I think the Facebook group knows who Ed McMahon is. Oh, they do. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, sometimes they stay stuff, and that's right. Yeah, he said, okay. "Show my age." <laughs> Anyway, so thank you for stepping up, Adam. Very much appreciate it. With some good talent, you'll see. So yeah, okay. Heard <laughs> <laughs> <Right> here first. <laughs> and then, of course, Mary, who refuses to ever come on camera, but she controls everything and tells us either we're talking too short or talking too long. Mary, thank you again. You did a fantastic job setting everything up. So yeah, she there. controls everything, including you. She does. It sounds like yes. that's perfect. She's, she's very on point with stuff. So. Fantastic. Um, so great, uh, exciting show today. So as everybody knows that, you know, I'm all about, uh, we do some fantastic stuff in Crown Point and the region. And thanks to Mary and Adam and their efforts, it doesn't really count unless you get it out there, right? Yes. People want to know about it. Uh, there's so much that goes on that people don't know about. And it's our job to, this is all the fantastic stuff's going on and, and where and, and so everybody can, you know, check it out. Um, so today we have two rock star guests. Um, took a lot to reel them in. Their costs were a little high, but we broke the There's budget. a lot of contracts and, and negotiations. In June, so, we're, yeah. we're almost out of money already. <laughs> so we have Jenny Craig Brown. Thank you very much for thank showing you. up. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. And Alan Misowski. Close, close enough. Close, close enough. enough. It's a long Polish name, so I'm used to it being mispronounced <laughs> quite a bit. So we have Alan here today <laughs> uh, from Local 219 yeah. and amongst many other uh, talents and Great News Life, which yeah, is just a you. fantastic organization. Thank you. So, yeah. We're um, liking the good news biz, you and I. Yeah. yeah. You are. And I, you were we commenting before we went on that you guys are just all over the place, uh, just exact, doing exactly what I was just saying. Is you, this is what's going on or this is what has yeah. happened. And you get it out there and you just make our city and our region look fantastic. And all stress all the positives, which is, I love that. You guys Thanks. do a great job. Appreciate so, that, Pete. Yeah, yeah, we were kind of talking the same, actually, before we started. It's just like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm doing this and you're doing this. And we're all over the place. And I think it's just cool to see all of the cool stuff happening in the region. It gives me, probably you too, I have like the worst FOMO for my job ever. Because I want to wow. do literally everything. Yeah. Um, there's like 17 events on any day that I want to do. We we're just talking about the other stuff. Like there's so many cool things happening and right. I can't do them all because right. there's 10 a day. Yeah. I've got a max of three a week. Okay. Because Very good. Uh, watching calories and drinking. <laughs> oh, I know. Because there's booze at everything. There's booze yes. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah I can yes, go full blown alcoholic if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I said good news. No, but you're absolutely right. You've just got to be careful with that. You've got to be careful. You know, the amount of free cheese and beer you can get is just lovely. Yeah. Um, and it will, yeah, it'll kill you if you let it. Right. So you guys just obviously didn't start where you're at now, right? So let's get in. I think just about everybody in our area, certainly if they have a social media presence, 
either has heard your name or seen what you put out. So, but how did Jenny, so how did you get started on, did you always kind of know this is what you wanted? To no, do? Um, <laughs> honestly, not at all. I, uh, I have a creative background a little bit, so I like the creativeness of the positive news. Um, I actually have a graphic design background, so my background's a little bit different. Um, I went to school for graphic design. I think in college, I really wanted to do like the, I'm going to move to the city and live like sex in the city, and I'm going to be fancy and trendy, and then I was like, that's really hard. Honestly, like the city is just too <laughs> much for my life. Deal, yeah. yeah, like 12-hour days, two-hour commutes. It's not my life. Um, and then, but came back to the region after school and such. I grew up in the port and came back to the region, really loved the area and uh kind of connected with great news um in 2013 and i just thought they were a neat company i was new to the region i didn't have a lot of friends my husband well at the time boyfriend now husband was working nights so i didn't see him a lot had nothing to do so i just started kind of i literally googled like what is there to do in valparaiso well we have an article as you guys probably know 10 fun things to do um and so i started following the company and eventually applied for some I, it was called the mini me position. It was Chris's position looking for a mini me, yeah. uh, jack of all trades, master of none. I remember it said something like that. And it was this crazy job position. It literally was like, I don't know if I can pay a lot, but I really need a great person to come along with me. I'll buy you free coffee and I'll give you all the training you could ever imagine. Uh, and I was interested in that for sure. Uh, applied for the job at the push of a friend of mine. And the interview was like three hours. Wow. And I came in, um, it was with him and his wife, and I came in um, kind of the assistant to the assistant and then grew up in, within the company over the last 10 years, and now I run the company every day. Wow. So it's uh, a lot of growth. Uh, I'm certain my fair share of stumbles and falls and dumb moves and yeah. a lot of learned lessons. Uh, Chris taught me a lot through the years, um, but yeah, not at all my plan. Just how it, it's how just life, how it just, works. You think but you're going down here and now. life takes you A hundred percent. Yeah. I definitely, it took me down a whole different path than I ever expected, but it feels perfect for me now. So it, so how would you describe, in case uh, viewer doesn't know, what is Great News Yeah. So Great News Life is, that's our umbrella company. We most locally know, and you guys probably know your more local sites. So that umbrella company, Great News Life, hosts the exclusively positive websites, Valpo Life, Portage Life, LaPorte County Life, and NWI Life, which focuses on Lake County. So local mm -hmm. to the Crown Point area. Um, and that's what we do. We only create and cover and publish positive news. Um, each of those websites have their own social media outlets as well. So you can follow your hyper-local news that's only positive. We don't touch crime, politics, and we don't allow any either. So if someone comes and says, I don't like that company or that restaurant or something, we delete it. We don't allow any of that. Most of the time, we yeah. don't actually have that. But yeah, it's exclusively positive, exclusively online news. Um, our founder, Chris Malman, started with just the premise that there is a need for the good news in the world. We're drowning a little bit in the negative. And while we, I firmly believe you need to be educated on what's happening in your world, there's a fine line between education and drowning, right? So how can we bring that positivity to the world? Um, and so that's what he did. He yeah. just brought the positive news out. I think he, he suggested it famously to a couple other media outlets in the region who said, you're cute, that won't work. Um, so he did it himself. Uh, and it works. Yeah. So we're here 14 years later. Um with the second largest online audience in the region. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The second, the times, time still beats us. Uh, <laughs> but they, you know, they've got the the solid news. I don't want to put them out of business. I don't want to do their job. So yeah. um, they're doing their thing. We're doing ours and they've just got a bigger audience, but we're here and we're 
have the positive news. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, there's so much positive going on that. Yeah. Know, I mean, and I think that's the uh, you know it's it's, a, it's amazing that the positive news is a novelty because it's not. There's so much cool stuff going yeah. on, and there's so it's a great time to be part of Northwest Indiana. I agree. You know, whether you're and there's right. so much great stuff happening, and you're right. Sometimes the, the bad is what leads, and that's what yeah gets up. And sure, we understand it happens. And, yep, and, and you need good. to know about it. And you need to know mm-hmm. about it. But um, you know, with with everything that's going on, I just think it's awesome that you find a niche on what's great that's already out there. There's mm-hmm. so much, and again, we were just talking to Ken Gitwell. Yeah, that yeah, we'd love to do this, but we can't. But, yeah, um, and we but, do so much for free, and I think. You're right. Like Alan and I, we get to find all this cool stuff and work with all these amazing, whether it's local restaurants or local people or local businesses, you get to find all the good. And you're right. Like there's so much out there and we get the luxury. So part of our business model is that we do free work for all of the schools K through 12. So we just yesterday, actually, we just covered our 51st graduation this year. So we did between mid-May to yesterday, 51 graduation coverage. Each has their own full a photo gallery with hundreds of pictures in it. Um, none of the schools pay us a dime for any of our sports coverage or anything else. And that's what we get to do for free um, for the region. That's our mission is just to serve those folks like the schools who really don't have money to spend on sharing, but they have all of this cool stuff happening. You've got, you know, Balboa going to state. We've got Crown Point basketball, you know, leading the way. We've got all of this awesome stuff. And then it just gets kind of filtered out because it's they don't have the dollars to spend or because there's just not room for it. And you're right. We've got so much. I've just got, you know, endless asks, as I'm sure you see, too, just over and over. We get so many people coming to you because they see the good yeah. and like the good stories and the spotlights we do on just good humans in the region. It's really incredible. Yeah, that's all. That's fantastic. I love that. It's hard. And Alan, you're, you're, I could do an entire podcast on what you just said. Uh, right. <laughs> So, could, could you repeat that next time? <laughs> um, so, local 219. Yeah. Right? So, I started out at uh, Purdue North Central. I studied English. And then, uh, my, by my junior and senior year, I took over the school newspaper. Um, loved that with Tom Albano, who's at PNW. I think he's like an assistant like, director there now, cool. which is really cool. Um, but, yeah, up until that point, I was just predominantly doing baseball stuff. So, I coached at Andrain. I actually went to Purdue North Central as the pitching coach. Did you really? So, yeah, so I started kind of doing that kind of run and then um, went to school, uh, loved it. So I started studying English, fell in love with it. Then by the time I was a senior, I uh, started interning for with Phil Potempa at the Times mm-hmm. by my last semester. And I started interning at Lakeshore Public Media. By the time I graduated, I was they hired me, Lakeshore Public Media did, as their mobile production person. So then, you know, and like they're a nonprofit media company that was really like focused on video. So a lot of that stuff was really just thrown to the wolves, man. Yeah. You know, there's times where you're you're one day you're trying to talk to some striking Van Til about underwriting videos, and then the next day you're literally in the studio being floor director. Yeah. So it was like a yeah. constant mix, but it was a great education. And then uh, by about 2017, just um, kind of similar probably to what Chris's kind of thoughts were, it's just, <clears throat> I felt like there just wasn't a lot of, there was, I was meeting so many cool people on a regular basis. And it was just kind of sad that it felt like no one knew who these people were. And I just wanted to kind of do something about it. Yeah. And so I just kind of took the leap with my wife. We just got married. And so that was kind of, you know, <laughs> not the first time. And she was also like four months pregnant. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So she's our she's my guardian angel. She gave me the trust to just go and jump off. And, uh, yeah, I did it. So then now five years later. Yeah. So when you started college, you didn't have that. Like, I want to get into this world 
Did you play baseball too? Uh, I played baseball growing up all the way through high school. Um, and then uh, I went to college initially at Tri-State University, um, studied business management, hated every second of it, <laughs> and then uh, started getting jobs after that. And yeah. then started, so like I went back to school around 26 and that's kind of like that new thing. Now I'm 40. So yeah. nice. Yeah. So, all right. So if people don't know what is, what do you guys do? What? That's a great question, Pete. <laughs> someone, someone I don't have it. I don't have the model answer like Jenny did. Um, no, I mean it's really it's just at the end of the day trying to really just show what's cool locally. Mm-hmm. I mean at, that's really what it comes down to. And I think that there's there's the what is like really like on the surface that's really easy to figure out, and then you start to kind of realize the the metrics behind most of your posts, which means that like if it's a new restaurant, it's going to explode. Um, a lot of people don't really care about a person who's got a picture and it's an interview sometimes sometimes you got to kind of make it sexy i think we're still trying to figure that out in a lot of ways yeah. um, but i know that like at least at where we're talking now we've got about nineteen thousand email subscribers and so that's going out twice a week which is really cool um, we've got a lot of small businesses who've kind of jumped on board to kind of give our viewership um, some kind of discount to their services which is really cool um, we're in development of an app right now um, that's going to be hopefully the number one reference guide ever for, you know, wow. so that's really yeah. fun. And yeah, that's right. really cool. We've had to push that deadline back about a month already, but um, I can only imagine that's how apps go, right? Yeah, like, that's yeah. kind of the life. It's just tough. Um, um, but like we really, you know, for example, if you go and you check out a restaurant right now and you're say it's Tuesday on the square or Tuesday, downtown Belpo, um, you really don't know what's going on. You kind of just wander into whatever bar or restaurant is happening at the time. Then you get food. Um, we're hoping that like everybody's specials will be focused up and like organized throughout the entire week. You know where to go for the best specials, what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, and also getting our viewers like some kind of discount as well. So it should be really cool. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, how do you, because I, when I, I see your stuff and then seemingly it's like almost random. You just go to somewhere, a building or business or something. And then you kind of showcase that with your, you guys are so talented in pictures and capturing what that is. I mean, do you, how do you guys pick where you go? I mean, you pick some really, so a lot of locations I'm like, I have never even heard of. Uh, same. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you guys like showcase. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Well, I'm, I'm but sure. I've not been there. If I've heard of it, I've not been there. Yeah. yeah. Usually you get some kind of like, someone will reach out. Um, not, not always from the business, but sometimes someone will be like, hey, have you tried this place? And we're foodies, we're drinkies, whatever that liquid form is. <laughs> um, but like, we like to just go out and experience new things. I think that's really like the the epicenter of what we do is that we're creative. I mean, that's and that's always like a positive and a negative sometimes, you know. But so it's between like us letting us know, or people letting us know like what's really cool. Maybe we should go check it out. And there's a good mixture of like I can totally relate to what Jenny said. I mean, it's not an exaggeration. Probably every day we get about 20 messages, 20 to 25 messages of somebody asking us to go cover something. And that's always a tough thing, you know, because yeah. it's, I feel, I feel like my world has never been bigger, but it's also shrinking. Yeah. You know, you can never hit everybody and you can never help all of them and you can never, yeah. It's tough. It's, you always want to. Yeah. And we, and like, that's what the, the, public sees us as but really the probably the number one thing we do on a consistent basis is videography so i mean uh, the times if you've seen a video on there we've shot it for the most part mm-hmm. um, i know they have a new partnership with wjob and so you can see a lot more stuff from them coming out but awesome. all the times um Centier, nipsco um, we do a ton of stuff with those guys big shoulders fund we did the state of the city yeah. 
that video was really cool. Yeah. Fun one to get behind. Um, and so it's like, there's so many projects that are on a consistent basis. That's why it's tough. The local 209 kind of feels like a little bit of a stepbrother to us inside the office. And so that's what makes it kind of tough sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you probably can't go, at least in Crown Point, anywhere. Yeah. At a restaurant with your family. Oh my gosh! I, I got a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. The chef comes like, out. No, he's like, no. "Listen." <laughs> and it's usually after four beers. <laughs> no one comes before <laughs> then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. That's cool. So then you guys, well, not you, you were part of uh, that great event in downtown Valpo, right? Kind of, All about the girls. Yeah. Yep. So this is um uh my baby uh my brain child if you will it's really cool uh yeah thank you um so all about the girls start we started it uh eight well this is part eight so nine years ago Sam's pandemic yeah yeah, yeah. so we started it with just the general premise of i mean i would come from things like this and maybe there was a, a female in the room that i got to meet whether it's you know someone like dr vanessa allen mcleod who runs urban league or just one of the local leaders or Heather Becerra from South Shore CBA, whoever the person is that I kind of looked up to. And I would just come back from these meetings and I'd catch Chris up really quick. and like, hey, here's what we're going to do. And here's what we talked about. And man, that person is just such an awesome human being. Like, I want to yeah. know her. I want everyone else to know her. How do I lift her up? How do we put her on a pedestal? And so we literally just started brainstorming. Like, how do we do that? That's a great point. Like, these incredible people are in the community that we serve. Like, let's put them on the pedestal. So we did. And I think we started in 2014 um, and, or yeah, 2014. And it was just that, like the premise was let's get some of the local um, kind of inspirational women together. It started with 50 people in the Industrial Revolution bar. So the restaurant, there's a restaurant in Valvo called Industrial Revolution. Yeah. So we, and we just said it was free. We just said, we'll pay for it, but we just want to see what that would, what would happen. And, um, and people really liked it. We expected yeah. maybe, you know, I had six speakers and we expected maybe 20 or 30 people. Uh, we, you know, the bar was full and all the seats around the bar were full. And so we're like, okay, we got something here. Um, I loved it. It just made me feel kind of whole. Like you just feel so fulfilled, fulfilled that you can put these people on that pedestal and put them out there, right? Like these are the people I see as incredible. Mm -hmm. I want everyone else to see them too. And so the next year we moved it to Sand Creek and it moved to 125. Uh, and then flash forward to this year, we've moved it outside um, to the Urschel Pavilion in Valpo. And this year had 400 women at it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And so cool. we've just got really great speakers in the region. Um, I choose that. Uh, I have a list, of course. I just keep adding to faster than I'm taking away, candidly. Um, and I just try to choose the speakers every year we theme it. So like this year was This Is Me. And so I really try to choose the speakers for the year that kind of embody that theme. And then they kind of go tell their story based around that theme for the year. Um, and just a kind of short speech, uh, as we mentioned earlier, 10 minutes, start it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't go over Now, do you do the stopwatch or you kind of <laughs> no, loosey-goosey? I loosey-goosey it, but I definitely mentioned several times ahead of time, you know, speakers like to speak. Listen, folks, yeah. if you've not, you know, you guys know. Um <laughs> So yeah, 10 minutes or less is kind of what I tell them. I say, if you're long-winded, plan for five. If you talk really fast and want to run off the stage, plan for 10. Well, you'll fall somewhere in between. Uh, and I'm telling you, every single year, I've got someone that makes me laugh, someone that makes me cry, and quite often someone that is both. And you're like, what are you doing to me here? Right. I'm trying to like host an MC and I'm, you know, crying. And it's a, it's a really impactful event. Yeah, 
So who were who were a couple of your speakers? I know you had a yeah. So yeah. we've got tons of speakers, but like um, this year we had Kelly Mickey, who's a Hammond police officer. We had last year Dr. Vanessa Allen McLeod. We've had Marissa McDermott. We've had I'm just trying to think of people from your region. Uh, Kay Fatasha from Valpo. Um, Dina Whaling from Valpo. We had her this year. Uh, Heather McCauley from McCauley Real Estate out in this direction. So just. Great. I really try to make them either regional, super regional women or women that really impact the region. So maybe in the future you could have the, you know, the lieutenant governor or something. But um, I really try to make it those people because I want it to be someone that it's not Oprah. We can all be inspired by Oprah. I want to be inspired by someone that's in my backyard. That's I can see is tangible. I can yeah. meet and say hello. Um, and that's who I see these women as is really impactful, very inspirational women that are right here where we live. Yeah. 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 And then those speakers, then you, it's, you know, they're from my community or from my region. Yeah. And then you listen to them and then you take that energy wherever it is that you live. Yep. And you take that energy back to, yeah, um, and that's what we hear the most. Story. That's the goal, and I think we're accomplishing it really well because we see um, that we get that feedback. Where people are like, I was like on cloud nine for three days after that event. Um, this year, we were joking uh, in our office. We say whistle, whistle. It's a really long story that I picked up from a friend on vacation. She couldn't whistle, so she says wow. whistle, whistle. So during the event, we're having a mic issue as always seems to happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mary, what are you shaking your head for? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and so they literally, we were joking. And so while I'm kind of waiting for this mic and we're switching things out, I just started talking about, oh, whistle, whistle. Oh, you guys have never heard of it. So then like it literally now people are coming like on the street. Someone walked by me the other day, like whistle, whistle. And I was just like, yeah. that just happened. We just started the thing. See? Yep. So that, that uh, make yeah, you feel great. it's so cool. And that's the thing is like, it's this cool way for women to empower one another and men too. Men are welcome to the event. Definitely open to all. I always just say they're just not going to be on stage. Um, but they're welcome to come support yeah. the now, were there were there men there? That oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of men. I would say, you know, I always kind of joke like the smartest men come because it's 95% women. Um, <laughs> but it is... Yeah. It's a really great, yeah, like, it's a great date night. Tickets, we keep tickets super affordable, and it includes beer and wine, so you can have a cocktail, come with your wife, come with your friends, whoever it is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's probably about 5 to 10% guys, and then the rest are female. But they're definitely welcomed. We don't do a lot of kind of, we're not hateful by any means. Yeah. Uh, we're really just focused on the positive of the women. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you, so I know you said it was uh, where you started at mm -hmm. this past uh, one was at uh, in downtown Valpo. Yep. So do you intentionally try to move it around or? We try to make it more central. So, you know, uh, we cover currently Lake Porter and LaPorte counties. Uh, our next move will be into the South Bend region. So we try to make it to where everybody can kind of come to. Uh, what we see, you guys probably see it too, is if you're from LaPorte County, you tend to travel wherever because you're more rural and you're used to it. Mm -hmm. If you're from Valpo, you tend to not travel very much. Uh, Portage, same thing. They'll probably do Porter County, uh, maybe into Lake if it's northern. Lake County, same thing. They'll travel a little bit more. So we try to kind of know our audience really well and make something that's central for everybody so they can kind of get there within an hour. 
Um, so right now that's why it's, it's, you know, in Valpo, Valpo parks, as you guys know, um, they're great, great people to work with too. And it's minutes from our office, which is helpful for my team. You know, they, they help set up and break down every day and, uh, they're the ones that make it all happen and we, they still work a full day. So our team gets to the office at 8 a.m. and they probably get back to the office to drop stuff off at 9 p.m. and then they have to be back at 8 a.m. the next day. Yeah. So uh, it helps keep that super simple too. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll move it, uh, I think, as time goes and as we grow. Uh, I mean, it's 400 people, so we've got to keep growing it. And yeah, yeah. then I'm going to outsize this place eventually, I suppose. That's the goal anyway. No. Yeah. Bulldog Park. I'm just. I mean, it out. you guys are like a thousand uh-huh. capable. How oh. big is that? That's huge. Yeah. Even more. Is it? Our, with, you know, tables? with tables, you're probably we've got probably a seven hundred. Okay. See, it's good to know. Yeah. All under seven hundred. But if we use the amphitheater, I mean, if you would do it and then stretch it, it too, you could stretch. No, we do more than All right. See, I've got room to grow then. Yeah. We have a turnkey facility here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> trust me, state of the art. I know. That's I know. Right. It That's is right. beautiful. I don't know. At this point, I feel like it's maybe it would look empty. That place is ginormous. I'm going to have to work towards that. It's a good goal. It is. Yeah. I'll grow it. Yeah. Next okay. year, I'll just have seven. So, there you <laughs> go. Well, if you say it out loud, it's going to I know. <laughs> put it yeah, into yeah, the air. Sure. You've yeah. got to put You're it out there. You're putting it out there now. <laughs> People got a whole year to plan their schedule mm-hmm. for you, right? Exactly. So, yeah, and we're going to push it back a little bit, as you guys probably, uh, you guys know. I mean, graduation season is right, it was June 1st. So, graduation season's happening right then. I've got, you know, 52 events to cover or whatever that is, just graduations alone, plus everything else, plus we have coverage on our own event. Um, So, it's just a really big time. So, next year, we're going to plan for all of the girls will be the Thursday, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, everything works out well, the Thursday after Father's Day. Um, It helps get out of that graduation season a little bit. Fourth for July yeah, season a little bit, so something in the middle there. Yeah. Nice. So, so. I just passed well, oh, yesterday. So one of the best things I like doing is talking to different groups. So I hosted a civics class by sixth grade kids going into sixth grade. Okay. So brought them up here to the council chambers. They asked, I mean, some typical sixth grade, which favorite food and you know all of those crazy questions. But one of the ones that it was so simple, and one girl asked, uh, what do you like most about your job? Man, that's a good one. I'm like, I don't know. Let me, <laughs> let me think about that. I'll come back to that one. It's such a simple question, but because I like everything about my job. Um, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you got no, that I always say I'm very blessed. I love my job. I love Crown Point. You know, um, I'm all about Crown Point. I'm doing my part to keep it as good as it is. And, um, but so I'm like very simplistic question, but what do you like most about your job? Hmm. Well, I mean, I think the number one thing for me is that like, it's super social, which is a really cool thing. And sometimes that's going to be a dominating thing as well, especially with two little kids at home. Yeah. Um, I have like a fuel tank of like social ability I can do on a weekly basis. And then once I hit that, like that full <laughs> tank, I got to just kind of like hide for three days to kind of rebuild my batteries. But um, just the ability to meet so many different people from so many different walks of life is incredible. And I love that about what we do. I love the creative side. I mean, we can, like the State of the Union, uh, State of the City video that we did was like a really fun, it was a chance for us to kind of flex a little bit creatively that we haven't done yeah. in a while. So that was really cool. Um, and so new challenges creatively are always really inspiring. I love that. 
Um, and then the, the to me, the best part with my mind is that I don't like to be like locked into an office for 40 hours a week either. So being able to like, especially with what we do, being in a doctor's office at 8 a.m., um, then be at a restaurant at noon and then be at, uh, I don't know, a, uh, we got a hydration IVs put in us last week, you know, um, at Ilan in That's St. Cool. John. So, oh, like, yeah. so like it's, it's never the same day, which is amazing, you know, so I love that about it as well. And then probably fourth one's flexibility. It's nice to be like today, my wife's a hairstylist. She had a wedding party she had to do. I can stay at home with the kids while stuff's still happening, yeah. you know? You so it's like, really yeah. cool. And then I, my, my team, the people that are, are part of Local 219, um, it's just, a, it really is a blessing to go to work every day. It's just so fun. And being the 40-year-old guy, I'm like the old man in the office, so they keep me young, so that's cool. Old man at 40. Wow. <laughs> in that office, I'm ancient. Yeah. <laughs> you should see how many references I throw out that just go nowhere. Yeah, like, really? <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I just turned yeah. 40. I get it. You know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, serious. Yeah. Well, with these with these two. Well, not so much, Adam. How old are you? <laughs> he said, Adam, you're, you're kind of young. 42. <laughs> you are not 42. I'm 42. Are you 42? How old are you? What did you think, dude? Like, what, what did you 60? think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't say it. I know he dyes his hair. <laughs> oh. No, I actually don't have any hair to dye. I think I had to borrow it. I must have heard that too. Yeah. But, no, to you your point, yeah. You just thought you were looking significantly younger. Yeah, older and better looking. Yeah. That's what you said. He was like, not a day over 37 and a half. Right. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. Adam does a fantastic job. So, honestly, we're friends outside the office. Yeah. Mary, um, you can't be like a day over 22, are you? I'm 25. Oh, gosh, you awesome. look so young. Amen. 25. I share the same thing because you have office responsibilities and, and meetings and, you know, the structure. But um, that's the best part of the job is getting out in the community and talking to people, meeting mm-hmm. people. Even if they're not, you know, happy at the moment, uh, lay it on me. I mean, so we'll get calls here and somebody will complain about topic A or B, and then we'll just show up at their house. We won't tell them we're coming. We just call the mayor's office about something. I'm on your front porch. Let's get it resolved. So I think people love that just because you're out. It means a lot. They see you. Yeah. There's a lot of folks that wouldn't do that, and I think it's really important that, like, same thing, you're not tangible. You're in front of me, Mm -hmm. and it just takes a lot, and so I think it means a lot more to people. It's your real time, and that's valuable. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that goes around. I mean, you even look at your organizations, which is, is you know, some part of time it appeared that you know, everybody would go, I call their silos. Well, this yep. is mine. You can't come here. This is how we do things. This is how you do things. And there's mm-hmm. no interaction, or there was a, a divide, I guess, between, you know, yep. diff- even different organizations and like mm-hmm. organizations. And now, you know, Mayor and you know, Pace Department, we love to break those down. And we, we call them our partnerships. So, yep. you know, we partner with your organization and, you know, 209 in the city and just how do you bring everybody together you guys in the same community we're all here for the better good um yeah, yeah. There don't, are there gonna be problems 100 percent. but are we gonna get through those problems there's a solution to every problem yeah. let's get through there and then mm-hmm. let's promote all the good stuff that we're doing and let's uplift each other there's enough enough ways yeah. to uplift instead of tearing other people down then uh, and pull out of the good out. the good out of the bad too i think that's so often i uh, was uh with mayor mcdermott this morning and he was talking about um the gentleman that caught the sheriff's office on fire. Um, 
that's a really crappy story. It's not positive. It's not happy. But they also then listed, but the issue is it's, you know, this big at the bottom of the thing. They listed all of the people that acted quickly and were kind of the heroes of the scenario. And it's, let's pull those out. Let's make that, that's the story. Mm -hmm. For me, I look at that and go, okay, that's the story I don't, that needs to be reported. And I'm glad I don't have to do it. I want to pull those people out and interview them about that scenario and what made them act the way they did to be the hero. Sure. Um, and we should, let's do more of that. Well, I think maybe something that COVID taught us, because I know I worked with you on some stuff, Alan, with the, the business task force and we did some other stuff that was one of those things that mm-hmm. you got dealt this really cruddy hand here. Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing. Let's all put our heads together and come up and find some positive out of it. Maybe that's some of the positive that came out of it is, you know, leaning on each other and different organizations yep. come back and say, the people say, hey, we, we want your input. We want you to figure out how to do this and together, you know, you know, you don't want to play that cliche, but together you're, you know, you're stronger. So. Yep. Yeah, and I think part of it too is just um, being seasoned as a, as a professional. Because I think when you first start, it's kind of like me, me, me. You're, you're so like willing to just like kind of find your own career path yeah. and make sure it's successful. So you start to kind of target a couple other competitors that might be what you think it is and what you're going to be doing differently. And I think there comes a point to where You've made it. You don't, you really need enemies anymore. Yeah. You found you know? your niche. You're doing your thing. Yeah. And, and, and it's, now it's kind yeah. of like, a, it can be collaborative all day. And I, but I mean, I think it's a growing learning curve for a lot of people yep. to kind of get over that hump. Sometimes yeah. Too, well, just know? like when you guys are sharing your stories, like, you know, how did you get to the point you are? Yep. I mean, that's exactly what you took something that was not being done and you just kind of molded the way and. You know, you got what you got. Filled the need. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 So, Jenny, so same question, very simplistic question, but Uh, what do I like most about my job? That's a good one. Um, I should have been thinking of the answer while you were, but I was thinking (laughs) it. Uh, I think it's the reaction. I guess it's two part. Number one, the reaction from the community when you do what we do. I, you get to see the faces, you get to see the tears of happiness. Like we've had some of these stories that we've covered be so incredible. Like people are crying and they're just, I didn't know that about this person. Or we've just covered, we covered a really amazing story where two best friends, one couldn't have kids, one accidentally got pregnant. She adopted her baby. Oh my gosh. How incredible right here in the region. And these are the stories that you get to tell. So number one, you get to tell their story. So you get to see the happiness that that brings them, but then you get to see the relation and the impact that those make. So other people can relate to that, that feeling or that emotion in a positive way. And it just brings that brightness to people. Um, I'm a firm believer of like you said, like put it out in the world. I think what you put out Mm -hmm. is what you get back. And for me, it's really important to put out the good because that's what I want back. I think it's just a very positive effect emotionally for me and I think most other humans. And that's probably the other side of it for me is just we get to talk good stuff every day. Like I never have to call someone and go, I know you don't want to hear from me, but I just need a quote. Mine is, hey, can you give me a quote about this great person? Of course you can. Uh, They're never mad to see me. They're always happy to see me. They're always happy to hear from us. Um, and we get to do the good thing. And so it's just never, you know, the worst of days are never that bad because you're dealing with really cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Do you guys see that, I guess this is more a deeper question than a lot of times the, the I guess there's this uh, like pit against people and on social media and stuff that's out there and a lot of negative that, you know, gets the traction. And mm-hmm. do you guys see that? And I guess, how do you guys react to that? I know you're, you're, 
idea is to stay positive, but mm-hmm. even with the, you can have a, you know, Oh, the yeah. greatest thing that's yeah. out there and somebody is going to complain about. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just had that, actually. Uh, we don't have, you're right, we don't have it a ton. Um, you probably don't have it a ton. I would guess, too. I, I mean, I got some stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Exactly. yeah. There's just those ones. Yeah. That you never, you're right. You're exactly right. You can never please anyone. Chris's famous story is the first popcorn fest he ever covered. Um, we covered, you know, every, you know, baby company. I think there's four employees at the time. Uh, they covered everything. They covered all the races, the parade, the festival, all the live music, got all these pictures up. And the first comment back at their first, you know, they started the company in March. This is September, August, September, whatever, September, uh, was, so your photographer didn't get my kid in the little colonel race. Was that just someone, was someone being hateful or just nodding off on the job? And now, the, no, same thing. Yeah. No one paid us to go there. We paid all of those people to go there, but no one paid us yeah. to go there. And we did all of this amazing work and just get immediately shot down. Right. Or we just had that, you know, graduations, you miss someone's kid. We're not paid to be there. We're not the paid photographer to do the like stand. That's just not what we do. That's not sure. what we're there for. Right. But you know, if we don't get that kid at prom or that kid at graduation and you too, you, I think our team genuinely tries to get every single human they can, but you're going to miss some and then people get upset. Um, and we just, you know, we do the best we can and we let them know that, of course, in the most positive way, you know, we can. Um, but yeah, it stinks a little bit sometimes. Yeah, it does. You know, like, we're doing all of this and we're doing so good. You and see how hard people work and, you know, the sweat free. on and away from and, your families yeah. and they're doing stuff. And, you know, yeah, exactly. That's what you came up with, you know. Yeah. 99 things went awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, okay. It's, I went bad. Yeah, I, I didn't realize how bad it can get until we ran the uh, region's best pizza contest. Oh, <laughs> oh and man, that yeah. anger <laughs> was anger. And that's not only just about the pizzas. Every pizza place that wasn't the one they voted for was dumb. Uh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> and it was. Wow. I mean, that, that the first time we did that contest, I think it reached like a million people locally. And so over know. over the five days, and so and I probably would say around two hundred thousand of them were comments. That ninety nine percent of them were negative. You just turn it off at some point. Yeah, yeah. Read it anymore. And initially, you know, it's I think when we were talking about kind of like the unwillingness to collab or like look at maybe potential competitors as like enemies. I think there's a maturation process with that too. That like you just it's the internet, you know, and it's like you know, I'm sure you guys witness it on the city pages all the time. Is that you can do something where like you post something that's very objectively positive, that's really cool, and the sky is blue, and there's going to be ten comments that all want us to argue that on the internet. And so you just can't take it personally. Yeah. That's you know? a great stand. It's a weird thing. It's hard, but you're right. Yeah. I did a, we were just messing around and I started a, uh, we started a, a, a thing called uh, drop third sports where we're just going to go on TikTok and just kind of like really test the explosion of that kind of <laughs> that platform. And I did the, I did a video called the top five worst jerseys in major league baseball right now. And like 80,000 views later, you know, and just hundreds of comments of me being the biggest idiot on the planet <laughs> was like, okay, baseball th- fans that's, the internet. Yeah. that's the internet. That's yeah. the internet. That's the internet. Don't get showcasing your yeah. opinion and yeah. someone's going to tell you you're wrong. So I go to my wife and I'm like, wife, can you just tell me like how good, great I am? Yeah. So I give you. <laughs> Lift. Yeah, no. and then she doesn't give it to me either, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the like, commenters. Right. <laughs> I think you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just had something because, and we're right. And Mary does a great job of like responding objectively. Just you know, you just put out the facts. Oh, yeah. Let, the, 
please take off. Mary slays it, by the way. She's she incredible. She, mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. A, she's a rock star. For sure. Um, it was something about it was related to Bulldog Park uh, that we had going on or something. And so the one comment was literally, "I hate Bulldog Park." <laughs> why? It was just, like, how that was it. Why? That was the I, whole yeah, comment. Even, it was something positive, right? I think it was we we're starting to car cruise back up. So oh, cool. back and, oh, yeah. You know the energy of that and the great turnout, and it was just yeah. I hate Bulldog Park. Okay, anyway, that's, okay. Like, that's okay. Sure, sure. You don't I don't understand like your opinion, but yeah. you are welcome. You are, we are 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know if it's specific to this area in particular, but we are. it feels like in, just as a whole, we are really clinging on to like the Crown Point 20 years ago. And it seems like if there's any kind of change, that, that's the true. broomsticks come out, man. Yeah, you no, know? that's true. And, and, and give them credit too. I mean, you know, change is tough. Change is very hard. Yeah. And, you know, I say all the time because this is the only place I've lived. So I've been working at the police department for 34 years. You see how the community was growing. transition. Yeah. Yep. So I'm totally sensitive and I totally understand that I just want to keep that cornfield going. And I don't want, I came here and I'm lucky you guys built my subdivision, but I don't want another subdivision coming in because I'm, and so that's tough. So I, and I do understand that and I'm sensitive to that, but. You know, it's 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 the controlled growth. I tell people when I moved in, I built a house in a relatively new subdivision, and then a few years down the road, my neighbor came with a petition because they were going to build a subdivision right next to us, and she wanted to sign the petition. We don't want that subdivision. I'm like, but we got our subdivision built, and ours is pretty good. And so yeah, you know they're all- going to build the same <laughs> nice new subdivision for more for more people. Yeah. So it's just, you know, but uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. So, but uh, it's, it's just the right kind of good control development. I think the city's done a fantastic job. I agree. That. And I just think you've been here your whole life. I think we've hit on this before. My kids are seventh generation Crown Point Winfield area. So we've, oh, cool. we've kind of seen, I've seen it grow up. I've seen my, you know, my dad telling me when I was a kid, well, that used to be a cornfield. I'm like, they don't and I'll tell my kids, well, that used to be a cool <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it was. But it is, there's nothing bad. You know, it's great stuff that's coming. It's mm-hmm. great businesses. We might have had two or three really restaurants to go to when I was a kid. That was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you can, any walk of life. Oh, my gosh. Literally. And they're fantastic. Yep. And, you know, we'd go maybe to the theater or that was it. Yeah. You had nothing else to do except. Like I said, like firecrackers and trash cans or something. I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> get into a little But that was it. But now yeah. you can go to a concert, you can go yeah. here, you can walk up, you have all these festivals. That it's, and awesome. you just have a downtown space in which you guys can just, you can hang out. Yes. You can walk around. You can stop at this restaurant and then go to the park and you can just be yeah. in your community. Yeah. And I think that's so fun to have. And most downtowns want that feel. It's something that's collaborative and connected to where you can just Lack of a better term, putts around. That's, yeah. that's what I say. It's like a it's what the most old grandma. Thing is, is but it is, yeah, it's still safe. It's the safest place in India. It's fun right? and it's of, yeah of, of our size. It's the safest, it's amazing city in India. Oh yeah. So you can still go out and yeah. let I your mean, kids go out. The downtown yeah. square is a perfect example. I mean, many many years it was you know a bar or all we heard was there's no restaurants on the square. It's only bars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One restaurant with just four islands. It's bars and antique stores. You guys mm-hmm. got to change it. So uh, administration came in, did a lot of infrastructure work. Um, the whole square was torn up, um, but now 
extended sidewalks. Somebody has outdoor seating. Yeah. Some fantastic restaurants and Amazing. different stuff yeah. going on. Different mm-hmm. shops. Um, but it's still the downtown. So we still got the historic downtown square, the charm of it, the yep. small town vibe to it. So. And speaking to that point, five years ago, when my first had my office was above Zombie Club, and the square was just like it, I won't. I don't want to say it was like chill because it wasn't always chill. But there'd be times like midweek where you could find parking relatively decent. And yeah. then now it's just, it's, it used to be just the weekends were crazy. And yeah. now it's like, man, if I'm not at work by 10 o'clock, I'm parking. <laughs> I'm not parking. Know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a good, <laughs> it's a good sign though. Yeah. yeah. You know, it I'm is. not saying that as a negative, I'm saying it's a really positive is that that means that there's that many businesses flourishing on the square and in a really positive way, creating a lifestyle and entertainment for this area, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. So you can bring in Absolutely. new stuff, but still keep it, you know, like I said, you still got that historic charm and atmosphere. Yeah, um, and the quaint so feel. Much, you know, the quaint, yeah. yeah, it just yeah. feels good to so be you downtown. Can, it can be done. Mm-hmm. So that's what I kind of tell people. It's awesome. Yeah, good that's stuff. a great way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. So, fantastic. Um, I can't thank you guys enough for coming in. You guys are just blowing it out. Is there any points that we didn't make that you guys want to make either self-serving self-promotion or <laughs> uh i just follow us go to the local page whatever it is portage valpo laporte county life nwi life wherever you're at um most of you are in nwi life uh and just follow us and get your dose of good news just come find us yeah that's fine yeah that's great yeah yeah follow us on uh instagram facebook our website app, hopefully yeah. moving forward. App, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, just, uh, I think the big thing for me, I'll do one for you. Just be kind on, on social. Idea. Cause I feel like for us, we can kind of hide from it. And I feel like when you're in a public position, you really can't, you got to yeah. kind of address them. You do. So just yeah. be kind and just listen to the, like understand context, why things are happening the way they are. Don't just react. Great. Yeah. I'll do it for you. Ask, ask. Ask. ask questions. Don't assume just ask. Yeah. It's, easy. it's so simple. Yep. But yeah. So you brought something. So we have the prop shelf, oh right? Oh my gosh, the, the very, prop shelf! Just filling up rapidly in here. We got to come up with something. <laughs> she she mentioned shelves. <laughs> shelves. Um, like, maybe that's a thing. We'll do something. But, yeah, uh, it's fantastic. So, so here's mine. It's what? the uh, Great News Life megaphone. Megaphone. Um, because <laughs> we want you to shout your great news. It's, oh, shout your great news! Nice. I might yeah. use that at Mondays with the news. Nice. nice. Done. Done. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Don't steal. He said, don't steal. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. It's been super fun. Yeah. Great. Jane, I feel like you killed me in this thing. Why? Yours is like like never, this is like permanent as hell. I know. Well, see, this is like sentimental to me because this is one of the first gifts I got when I started Local 209. (gasps) And it's a really cool thing. And I probably have hosted about 250 podcasts under this thing. You know, it's been around. So I just thought, you know, we've changed our logo since, so it doesn't really kind of do us any justice. It's just kind of more of a thing. All I ask is if you do get rid of it, give it back. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't. The shelves, you don't feel bad. <laughs> He's like, oh, God, don't keep it. Yeah, but it's, right. <laughs> please say no. <laughs> I will take good care of it. Thank you. Have my award. Awesome. Right? Yes. That will get returned to you, I promise. Sweet. But it's, but. A, it's a really cool thing for me, so it'd be awesome every time I just... Pop in, just check out the podcast, know that it's there, and it's really cool. So. And now they'll see another bunch of podcasts. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Done done. That's right. Yeah. So. Adam, any closing comments or thoughts? No, great show. Again, uh, it's good to have uh, you know, 
everybody's organization here and I know you guys help promote the city and you know the good stuff that we're doing and we're here to help uh, you know reciprocate that back and what we can do and I think uh, we'd like to be good partners in, in giving you that good information to get out so and you do yeah so so just keep us work doing with. what you're doing okay on behalf of the city keep creating it we'll keep telling yeah. it Hello. Mary you're right away over there anything to say Mary says no. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for tuning in with uh, the episode of Lay of the Land. So uh, until next month's show, please take care of yourself and be safe. Thanks. Bye. This month's business spotlight is Local 219 and Great News Life. For good news all across Northwest Indiana, check out local219.tv and greatnews.life. You've been listening to Lay of the Land with Crown Point Mayor Pete Land and Chief of Staff Anthony Schleter. If you like what you heard today, come hang out with us on the third Tuesday of every month. Lay of the Land is available on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time.